A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I feel like ultimately, if your children are breathing, they're clothed, they're fed, they live in a warm house, you're doing a great job. We put so much pressure on ourselves. They've got to do uh, all these extracurricular activities. They've got to be wearing the latest this. They've got to be playing the latest that. At the end of the day, there's basic things that people need in life. And you have to understand that even, like I said, clothing, feeding, living in a warm home, and I've got sense, they might seem like basic things. But there are some children that don't have that. There are some parents that can't provide that for whatever reason that may be. So if you're doing that, you're doing an amazing job. Like there's no guide to being a parent. We're all just winging it. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast. I'm delighted to be here with Shanna, Dope Black Mum, and working for Stopwatch. So your tagline is research and action for fair and accountable policing. Um, yes. So amazing. Thank yes. you, Shanna, for coming. So yeah, I just wanted to no, get no a bit mum to mum with you and just um, hear, hear some of your, your gems, your parenting gems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I, like I was I bringing you on to get yours, moment, actually. To be honest. <laughs> 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 we can, we'll help each other. Um, mm. Do you know what? The last few weeks have, in the world What's of been going on? have been quite challenging for me. Um, so I've got two sons, oldest one is 15, youngest one's 11, and I guess it's, I mean, with parenting, mm-hmm. it's, it's one thing after the other really, isn't it? So with my youngest son, I think he's finding Ugh. the transition into secondary school a little bit more difficult than anticipated. Um, so it's just been little things such as... Yeah talking in class not putting your hands up you know and the thing with my youngest son is that he's a very big character you know he's very popular he loves people people love him he's very loud he's very chatty he likes a bit of a laugh and a joke and so it's just me kind of trying to find that balance with him of you know that's all great but just not in class. And I was just finding it really difficult because I felt like I was constantly having to talk to him every single day. And I felt like I had to sit down and think, right, what can we do about this? Because I yeah. don't want him to feel like he can't be himself. I really want him to be himself, but just understand that there's a time and a place for that. So some of the things that I've kind of put in place for him is that- Yes, well, you know, you, you know what I January. do for a day job, don't you? You <laughs> bring him to me when he's ready. <laughs> yes. But that's what he needs because I said to him, you know, and he's like, well, you know, why am I going to go there? You know, I play football. And I'm like, because there's another part of your character oh. which is actually going to be celebrated there. The things that you're kind of getting in trouble for in school, if you sort of take that and you, you know, get it all out of your system <laughs> when you go off to your drama classes, you know, you're, you'll be celebrated for that being loud and being a joker and, you know, talking at the top of your voice. These are all things that I, I'm trying to give you a space to do. You can't I be you. To like yeah. You're wrong in the those things oh drama is so amazing for children it's amazing for everybody but just to you're right just to be in a space is actually quite transformational just to like you know be here go and play or just when you get to challenge your mind because obviously we all take in information differently and we think differently but when someone says put yourself in these in this person's shoes you're now this character 
How would you react? It actually teaches you empathy. It teaches you, teaches you observation, emotional intelligence. I do this day, day in, day out, and it is transformational what it, what it can do, especially yeah. to a child. I think that's amazing. I hope he likes it. Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping, and me too, because, um, I mean, as you know, obviously we suffered a bereavement, mm-hmm. my husband passed away, the children's father, five years ago, and one of the things, so my youngest son did art therapy, and one of the things that yeah. was recommended, again, was going to drama school, because he's not very, you know, he doesn't really express how he feels, he doesn't yeah. really talk about it, I mean, as a family, we're not very good at kind of talking about it, but I think for him, he wants to, he wants to express how he feels, and I think sometimes doing that through, you know, improvisation, and maybe it's how you feel, but you're not talking about you, can be really helpful, so I'm hoping that also, that that will have um, an impact on him in that way. I think one of the things that I've also learned in the last couple of weeks is just about, um, you know, me, and I guess it's something that we do as women, especially as black women, especially as mothers, Mm -hmm. it's just about accepting Mm -hmm. help when you need it. Because what happened was um, his school made a referral for him to go to this really lovely organisation called Father to Father. And when Father to Father actually called me, I was very, you know, after I put the phone down, I was very emotional. I was very defensive. I had my back up. I was, you know, and it was just because I felt like, why should I have to be accessing these services? Like my children had a dad, a very good one. And now I've got to basically be finding some standing. And I was very oppositional. And even like down to going on the day when I took him for that initial interview, again, I was prepared to be like, no, I don't care when I go down there. If I don't like the kids, if I don't like the people, he's not doing it. Like I was looking for any excuse to just say, do you know what? I don't want him to go. But when we went, I actually really liked um, the founder, Courtney. He was amazing. You know, we, we, I spoke to, him, spoke to him, told him about our background, told him about the issues that my son was having. And just in that short space where he was intera- interacting with my son, I could see it was the right thing to do. And I came home and I just said, you know what? You've got to get over yourself. You know, you can't let your own feelings about how you feel get in the way of your son mm-hmm. accessing services that he needs. I had to check yourself. I literally yeah, had to talk to I, myself. I, like, I totally understand. Literally. And... It, it, it's one of those ones you're like, oh, I've got to be the adult here. I've got to do some adulting. And literally, if, if you, literally, it, I, I'm not saying this is easy, but when I'm in those sort of situations, I have to just stop and think, what is the right move for my children? And then it makes everything easier. But mm. I know in the moment, literally. it feels impossible. So I have a daughter and a son. Obviously, Ocean and Blake, and Ocean is four. Yeah. I'm just going to hit you with what she she said to me yesterday, and just want just 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 tell me what you would have said. <laughs> okay. Right, four year old daughter, mummy, I've just done a fart through my private parts. I mean, I I was mm-hmm. like, um, okay, like, I. I was like, I don't even know what to say. At first of all, I started laughing. And then I was like, um, right. So I don't even know. What, I, I, was, I was like, thank you. Thank you for telling me. Um, I don't know how to address this or what to say. Or if I need, if I need to say anything, do I need to like say anything? Like, do I need to? 
you know why I'm laughing yet? Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's like fanny farts, isn't it? You know, as adults, we can't even know what they are, but then as children, I think sometimes the best thing is just to be honest and just say, yeah. I actually was so flawed. I, I didn't know what I actually started laughing as I didn't know what to say. But yes, <laughs> if it happens again, that's what I should yeah. say. I, I just I can do that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, sometimes I think literally honesty is the best policy. Obviously, depending on how you know, like <laughs> yeah. not all things you're not gonna have like bear all and tell kids the absolute truth about everything. But I think some little things like that, but I get it because kids come out with some stuff and it catches you off guard and you just don't know what to say. So literally, but I personally feel like with children just try to be as honest as possible because right. they're either going to repeat what you've said anyway and then if it's inaccurate it's just like oh god cringe or you know you don't want to give them misinformation because you know children as we know every day they're getting older they're getting mm-hmm. more clever they're figuring out things for themselves and I feel like if they if you tell them something that's inaccurate and then someone else tells them something else that makes more sense it kind of ultimately true diminishes yeah. their trust in you a little bit so I feel like it's always good to just try to be as honest as possible. But that is funny because literally that is what we would say. Like, <laughs> you just so forward, like, mummy, she's looking up at me. Also more like it was like, yeah. look what I've done. Like, this is a new skill I've found that I can do. And I was just yeah. like... <laughs> and she's yeah. discovered like a superhuman super power. Amazing. Brilliant. Um, right. I've got I've got a few questions, <laughs> mum-to-mum questions I just want to ask. Um so as a mum obviously everything you're doing you've got so many hats we're doing so many things day to day what are your go-to self-care practices what what's your kind of routine but you know what my self-care practices is that i have a bedtime routine so um i'm breaking it a little bit tonight because i'm on the phone to you but um so one of my things is bubble baths and it's like a running, it's a running joke amongst my friends and everyone that knows me because they're like, oh, cost living crazy <laughs> and you and your baths, like that's gas. And I'm like, listen, so I have a Do bath you? literally every single okay. day. And I mean, like I'll have my shower in the morning, like today, for example, because mm. I knew I was going to be on with you this evening. I took my bath right. at 11 o'clock because I had my brunch Thank bath. you for putting so much and effort into preparing so for this podcast to still get your bath in. No, no problem at all. <laughs> literally so I'm either doing it before the children go after the children have gone to bed or during the day when they're at school I feel like as mums something really simple but so effective is making sure that the children mm-hmm. have a bedtime routine as well making sure that they're like my children my son's 15 okay and they go to bed at eight o'clock I want you in your room all phones are gone um mm-hmm. I that's adult time now I don't want to be answering questions I don't want to be feeding mm-hmm. people I don't want to be running people out the kitchen I don't want to be hearing like people mm. like I just need quiet time but then I was kind of raised like that as well me and my sister we went to bed very early like until I was probably about I don't know like, so both we yours early during school no matter time. the age both go to bed at eight yes yeah my yes. my I'm, my time is eight yes. as well yeah and I just think it's, it's like and people will be like oh but he's older True. but you still need to get up at, in the morning you still need to go to school you know children grow when they're sleeping and more so I need my time yeah. now where I'm not dealing with children anymore so 
that's the first thing is making sure that they're in their beds. So I'm like, right now the house is quiet. Having my bubble bath, that's just like my wind down time. Oh. I journal every night because that's how I kind of, yeah. yeah. Journaling is like my savior. And what I love about journaling is that especially when you're on any kind of journey or you're trying to achieve any sort of goals, like journaling really allows you to see your growth. So when I look back at my journals from like five years ago, like the growth that I see in myself, the things that I have said that I want to do that I may have achieved or haven't achieved or why I haven't achieved them and my thought process then and how it is now it's very helpful like sometimes I kind of use my journals as kind of like oracle cards so I'll pick up any journal and I'll just flick through it and randomly open up a page and I kid you not it always reinforces the time or the lesson or whatever it is I'm going through on that day it's like yeah remember you said this three years ago you wasn't going to do this or this wasn't good for you I always kind of get a message from myself and again I think sometimes we're so busy and so many things happen mm-hmm. we don't actually get a chance to process how we how we feel about things so when I journal for me I say oh so that's how you really think feel about something because I'm not thinking about what I'm writing it's literally just mm-hmm. I'm just letting my thoughts flow on the paper so when I read it back sometimes I'm like oh okay so this is how we really feel like some things especially if I'm going through I don't know, some sort of stress That's or whatever. So I don't even remember writing it. Like I'll come back and I'll, yeah. So that for me is my, I have my bedtime routine. I have my bath, I journal. And I really just, I go to bed at 10 o'clock because one thing with me is if I don't get good sleep, I'm so just, you're really I'm not, I just, strict I yourself. So you're not you. So so okay. So I've got two questions. Yes. First of all, your journaling is this, uh, is this digital or is this pen and paper? Old school. No, 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 this is old school notepad, <laughs> Arisha style, dear diary. You know? writing. Okay. <laughs> so, I, so what, you're, you're in there, you've got a light on and you're just doing your writing. Okay. Yep. Literally, I'm just like, and the thing is, sometimes I think that sometimes there's a bit of pressure with journaling like there might be a day especially if I've had a decent day I might just write a couple of sentences just summing up my day anything that's worrying me I might just put it in there if I've had a stressful day I can literally be like six pages deep furiously like on the pages like just getting everything out and I don't say oh I need to do one or this isn't enough whatever comes out comes out not sometimes there might a night or two might go by when I'm just tired and I can't be bothered and nothing interesting has happened so I don't bother but I do try especially if I've got something on my mind, especially, and it's not always about journaling the stressful times and the hard times. It's also about, you know, happiness, achievement, all emotions. One of the things for Mm. me was that I started doing therapy a few months ago. And as silly as it sounds, my therapist gave me like an emotions chart. And it was like all all of these words of how you can be feeling. And I was like, wow, like, we only use like happy, sad, nervous, anxious, like, I don't know, maybe mm. 10 maximum ways to describe how we feel. There's literally 70 different types of emotions and ways that you can feel. So it was like one of my tasks was that like, when I'm journaling, like try to use some of these words to explain how you're feeling. And it, it was actually crazy how I was able to Just articulate myself the vocabulary, so much better. Yeah, to be able to name it. That's so words. true. I yeah. love finding the right words. Yeah. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One other thing yeah. that you just said yeah, when literally. you said you're really strict with yourself going to bed at 10 and, and you're strict about that. So do you not binge anything in the evening? You don't watch TV like that and just... Like you won't let yourself run away and you know stay up to three o'clock in the morning watching, I don't know, Top Boy scandal, anything no. more recent references, but that you don't do that. No, no, not really. You know, like if if it's something like that, I try to save it, like for the weekend. Mm. Honestly, I don't even have time to even binge I'm literally like my mm-hmm. I've got football to take my children to in the evenings we don't get back sometimes until like you know quite late and then literally mm-hmm. eat bath bed um I have my kickboxing that I do three times a week which again is like one of my saviors like that is another form oh, of self-care that. that I have and just mm-hmm. time for myself um yeah I just I, I honestly during the week I don't have time like me I'm more like you know because I work from home that's when yeah. I might be watching one or two episodes oh, yeah. when I'm meant to be doing my work and I'm watching like something on Netflix but in terms of the evening I just can't and it's literally because I know the detrimental effect it has on me because as parents sometimes you know when we miss out on sleep mm-hmm. especially for me where mm-hmm. do we make it back up again like we can't no. lay in and make it up the next day so it's like the more that goes on I find that I can't make back up the sleep and for me when I'm tired I don't function properly I feel delirious I feel dizzy I just feel weird like I, I have to get my sleep and um, so on the weekend that's really the time okay. where I probably like stay up a bit later but um I can't I can't honestly tell you the last time I kind of stayed up really late and another reason why yeah I'm really strict of it was because after right of course course. insomnia like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it would not come to me like when I mean literally I, I could not sleep so I used to like take the kids to school and I used to try to have naps during the day but again I saw how detrimental it was for me so I've really worked hard to do all of these things and to get into a routine so sleep is so I, precious, I know how precious sleep is which is why I'm yeah which is why now I'm really kind of strict of it just because I know it just once it goes pear-shaped you know I've, I've had that feeling of not being able to sleep and it's just not nice at all like literally mm-hmm. just sitting there all night just staring at the wall not even not even and the thing is I think I did try to combat that by like you said binging on Netflix but again that doesn't that just stimulates your mind I think people think sometimes falling in front of the sleep in front of the tv helps you to get to sleep and maybe for someone that it does but it also just kind of stimulates your mind as well um and then yeah I feel like when I'm taking information too late especially like scrolling on Instagram or social media I have weird dreams as well I don't know if it's only me like I dream about random people I've never met in my life just because you know of the television show or social Mm. media I find it very weird so I try not to be on social media Mm. and stuff like that immediately before that is really nice for your brain to have your your down you're like your brain dump your download your decompression 
with your journaling and then you're in a nice space yes. just to go to sleep. I should try this. Yes. That's that's really nice. Yeah. No, try it for at least a week and see how you feel. And obviously I know like some people, not everyone yeah. can go to sleep at 10 o'clock. Like my best friend, she's the opposite. She's up until like, I don't know, two, three in the morning. She's doing her work. She's really productive at that time. Me, oh my gosh. Even when I was in uni, people would stay up really late and like, you know, they're cramming mm. essays and stuff. I could not do mm-hmm. that. My brain just stops mm-hmm. working at a certain so, time. Bed at 10 and what time do you get up? Okay, yeah, same thing. I get up at 6. Okay. So, yeah, so I wake up at 6. I kind of, listen an hour mm. for me. Normally I just, like, when I lay in bed, like, just see what I'm doing in the day. I really, I'm really a big fan of, like, saying positive affirmations and stuff like that. I run as well, so I'm not doing it at the moment. So I go a bit later now, which is just, I guess, a luxury of working yeah. from home just because it's so dark in the morning. But I feel like running, again, is one oh, of the things totally. that really helps me to just clear my head, get any kind of excess energy out. But, yeah, so I get up at 6, get the kids up at 7, because they 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 ask their school that they go to. That's so nice that you can just walk or it's that close. Yeah, they don't have to get up so early. Exactly. So yeah, those are the things that for me kind yeah. of keep me functional. And I think as mums, one thing that I learned as a mum is that you know when my husband first passed away, my thing was like, if the kids are okay, I'll be yeah. okay. If the kids are okay, I'll be okay. But then I realised that doesn't you work. Need to be you need to be clear. You need to be grounded. You need to be centred. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I've got to be okay. So now I'm always like, no, as mums, we have to put ourselves first. Because if we don't put ourselves first and we're not okay mentally, physically or whatever, you know. Totally, totally. And, and I, the children? And I struggle with this one because I can feel myself, I can feel mm-hmm. myself in moments where I know if I had giving myself a break or taking myself for a run or doing any of the lovely things you've just said. Mm-hmm. I know the situations that I'm in when the kids, I know the situation wouldn't have escalated because I'd been in a clearer space. And I know that. And every yeah. time I'm in this situation, I'm just like, God, mm-hmm. I know I've done this to myself because I'm not handling the situation very well because I don't have the, the bandwidth or the capacity. I know I'm just, I, 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 I sit there and just Literally. think I've done this to myself. Yeah. And mm, that's what it that's is. What it we is. need those reset moments. We need those little moments. Even if it's just like me, sometimes I'll just come remember and be like, no one bother me for 10 minutes, like literally. But then again, my kids are older, so they kind of get that. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I kind of learned in therapy yes. is always communicating your feelings. So say, look, I'm just a little bit stressed at the moment. I've had a really hard day. I just need 10 minutes in my room, low noise, not (laughs) over silliness, you know, just that I literally just need 10 minutes of quiet time. And I feel like whatever, whatever it is that you like, whether it's reading a book, if it is just quickly watching something on YouTube or listening to music, whatever it takes to center yourself, because we need that. Because like you said, Mm -hmm. we're irritable. We end up taking it out on the kids. You know, we're shouting. We can't Mm -hmm. manage little things are just irritating us. It's because we just need that little bit yeah just that space because everything feels so overwhelming i hear you yeah it just doesn't stop you do your normal job then you come home and you do your mum job and that's why for me like any anyone that's ever like that's pregnant and they're like you know what advice do you have i'm like get your children or your child into a bedtime routine 
let them go to bed at a certain time so that you know at that time because <laughs> me I'm like counting down like okay it's just 10 minutes you just gotta hang on for 10 more minutes and then you're gonna be fine you'll have your you time and it makes all the difference like I couldn't imagine just like at 10 11 12 o'clock at night still oh god I know like, I actually think like my job <laughs> is quite stressful there's daily drama there's daily stuff but I find parenting yeah. much harder than my job like by far I find it the most difficult thing obviously the most glorious and joyful and and blessing and uh, an honor but I do find it incredibly difficult no of course it is and I think no matter what job you do and whether mm-hmm. it, you know your children mm-hmm. are your life's work and so ultimately they're always going to need you and it's not something you know we can clock off from our work if it gets too hard we can say do you know what? i don't even want to do this job anymore i'm getting a new so one true. you can't do that so with your children and we have to we have to try to find the balance and it's difficult like don't get me wrong like yesterday me and my oldest son <laughs> we right so it's on it's really on you're eye to eye right now really... yeah 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 <laughs> Right, right, right. I've got to look up a little piece to make four with him. <laughs> you know, so, you know, his voice is deep. And we're like, you know, and I find that, especially like mm-hmm. at that age, it's like a battle of wills, literally. And and it was something so simple, Nina. I kid you not, it started off of me just wanting to help him with his homework and just say, you know, I find boys, especially, they can be a bit lazy. They just want to do the bare minimum. And I'm saying, you know, we've got to take this seriously now. This is GCSE coursework. I, I'm not Spiral. happy with this. And it just escalated from there. It and and how did you bring it here. back eventually? Or did you both just... Thank ah, God, you got to I take it out. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah, gosh. he was saying he's leaving home, and I was just like, and I just kept on saying, because I'm trying to help you with your homework, really. And so I just said, look, I'm going kickboxing. You do, you. I'll have my time. You just have your time. Yeah, literally. And I went off, kind of got that. And that's one of the things I love about kickboxing as well. It just allows yeah. me to punch, kick, and oof, and oof, and oof, you know, and, and just feel like I, I came out of my past feeling just like yeah. moussard, you yeah. know, like, right, yeah. exactly. And then I feel like always things get out of control. But again, communication, coming back and sitting yeah. down and saying, right, now that everyone's calm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's speak calmly about it. I'm your mom. I want the best for you. It's my job as your mum to ensure that you are doing your best, that I'm helping you to do the best. I said, to me, I've been working all day. The last thing I actually want to do mm. is help you with your homework, to be honest. You know, but mm. I have to because mm. that's my job as your well mum. Well done. And I feel... Oh, yeah, my God, taking the ego out of it because you want to like, sit there so and I'm doing this for you, and yeah, you just want to just like to. I'm not doing this to annoy you. I'm yeah, not trying exactly, to piss you off. Like, exactly. what is this resistance? I I feel like that yeah. sometimes with my seven year old. Like, I get it. Just the energy of like, you know, I want the best for you, right? Like, I'm not trying to like demean mm. you or you know whatever they seem, whatever it seems to kind of yeah. however it computes in their head. It's like this is coming from love. I want the best for yeah. you. It is, and that's all we need to keep on saying. And we know, as as children, as teenagers, uh-huh. you don't ever see things from your parents' point of view. It's only when you get older and you have your own children and the penny drops and you're like, aha, right. So I always say to my children, you might not understand why I'm doing what I'm doing now, but when you get older, you will. Like, even with my younger son, like I said, he's kind of, like, getting this thing where he's getting little silly detentions every single day. And I felt like every day 
where I'm having to have these kind of hard conversations with him. And I, I just felt like, you know, I don't want to be doing this. And I was saying to him, like, you know, I don't want to every time you come home from school having to be breaking down the day and debriefing and what happened and sort of telling you off. But at the same time, what sort of parent would I be if I didn't? Because then you're going to think that's okay. And in life, we have to understand in school, there are rules you need to follow. When you leave school, there's laws that you need to follow and there's consequences for breaking each of them. So you need to learn from now that, you know, and as my mom, as as your mum, it's my job to guide you. That's all I can do. I can only try my best. Lastly, can you give me a few words or one sentence or phrase or anything you just like to say? to all mothers listening, anything that sometimes you need to hear? I feel like ultimately, if your children are breathing, they're clothed, they're fed, they live in a warm house, you're doing a great job. High five. Exactly. I feel like we yeah. put so much pressure on ourselves. They've yep. got to do uh, all these extracurricular activities. They've got to be wearing the yep. latest this. They've got to be playing the latest that. At the end of the day, there's basic things that people need in life and you have to understand that even like I said clothing feeding living in a warm home and I've got sense they might seem like basic things Mm -hmm. but there are some children that don't have that there are some parents that can't provide that for whatever reason that may be so if you're doing that you're doing an amazing job like there's no guide to being a parent yes yes we are all winging it there's no rule book there's no guidebook no one knows fully what they're doing all just doing the biggest game of trial and error we're never even going to know if it's paid off like we're just not going to know if it's actually ever worked we're not yeah we're not and i feel like one of the things that i've learned as well just to say is that yeah a lot of parenting is intuitive you know what's best for your children when your children are in schools and when they're you know there's always going to be people that are telling you what to do and how to do it but i think deep down as a parent we have this kind of internal navigation system that tells us what we need to do mm. by children and we need to listen Beautiful. to that more thank you so much for your time and so much for sharing your life and your children no it's always let's do it again no, that's okay <laughs> yes a hundred percent dope black moms If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.